We think we're famous. It's the We Think We're Famous podcast, yet again. You'd think we'd have enough of this by now, wouldn't you? Well, we haven't, because in case you didn't hear, we think we're famous. Hey, before we get really going here, as I stand up to ease my back, I gotta get a drink of water. Hold on. (laughs) <laughs> Adam is now getting a drink of water. He's uh, pouring the water from a jug where he has con- where he's been collecting dewdrops because that's the only drinkable source of water in the uh, mysterious uh, state of New Connecticut. Oakley dokely. I was ah. providing audio commentary for your uh, drinking. <laughs> for my walk away. You'll find out later. <laughs> I suppose I will. <laughs> Well, well. So I hope that Don's son is teaching him how to record his audio. Hey, Don, if you're listening to this podcast, do that. He's never going to listen to this podcast. (laughs) Nobody listens to this podcast. Why why would anyone listen to this podcast if they didn't have to? (laughs) Right. This is is made for torture victims. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure it's popular in Guantanamo Bay, but... Oh, well, you know, of course there. I mean, what else would they listen to there? So so I tried to plug in my uh, headphone jack on this computer so that I could have cans, proper cans, and uh, the jack wouldn't go in to my uh, MacBook Pro, and so then I looked it up on the internets, and why won't my jack plug into my, well, why won't my plug plug into my, the jack of my macbook pro and it seems there's probably something stuck in there oh jeez <laughs> that's the consensus well, from the internet the consensus is yeah i took a jack and i hammered in in with a real hammer and white dust came out and now works fine <laughs> so <laughs> that seems not good doesn't seem great no well what's happening in the world of the world today what is happening? Well, it's Labor Day, so I didn't do oh, any right. labor. Did you do any labor? Need... Oh, yeah. So I'll tell you all about our labor today. Mm. So this this is Labor Day weekend. This is our traditionally closing weekend for the summer mm. operations. Okay. For well, day to day anyway. We're going to be open. We're going to be open weekends for for a little right. bit. But so Saturday was busy. Did. Inspection plus three zip line tours, no lunch break. Yesterday, mm. also three zip tours, but I did get a lunch break, but they're big tours. I had an 18-year-old autistic child on one of them, and that was interesting. He did well. Interesting. Um, and Better today, than being blessed. <laughs> don't want to be blessed, you know? Yeah. <laughs> don't get blessed. You've, you've been blessed enough. I've been now blessed Now your back is... Now your back is fucked up. Thanks right. a lot. <laughs> Stupid blessers. How dare they? Are you tired, stressed, bummed out about life, in a crazy panicky haze of apprehension, bored, delusional, excitedly anticipating a cataclysmic event, brainlessly keeping time in a dead-end job, just standing on a street corner minding your own business, hungry, dyspeptic? 
prancing in a highfalutin way, suffering from endless ennui, freaking out about the daily excesses of people who can't seem to get it through their thick skulls that we have to live together in peace and love to maintain a civilized society? Maybe you should try being blessed. Yes, being blessed. It's all the rage. Everyone's doing it. Why not you? Come into one of our many modern comfortable blessing centers and be blessed. You can choose a quick and painless hands-free blessing by one of our most boring staff members, or an uncomfortable immersive blessing by someone whose physical touch will leave you both highly blessed and incredibly freaked out. Or you can opt for the continuous blessing, where a highly trained crazy person will stalk you for days, showering blessings upon you with the fervor of a rabid monkey. It's all up to you. Your choice is our mandate, and we would feel blessed to bless you with a blessed blessing. Gesundheit. Warning, blessings may not be suitable for infants, toddlers, tweens, teens, adults, or the elderly. Not all blessings are blessed by a higher authority. Side effects may include back pain, muscle pain, head pain, spine pain, blood pain, life pain, pain in the butt, pain in the groin, pain in the tuchus, pain in the afterlife, eternal pain and damnation, prolonged pain and damnation, pain-free damnation, damnation with a side of fries, or a multitude of other pains and damnations not specifically mentioned here. Do not take with or without alcohol. Blessings subject to all applicable tariffs, fees, and plagues. So today we uh, just set steady, steady pouring rain. Uh, we get in... And we're all standing around. We're supposed to get everything going about nine o'clock, and the everything opens at ten o'clock. So it's like five minutes to ten. We're all still standing inside. There's no guests anywhere. We decide. Oh, I guess we got to go open some things up. So we all go out, open some things up, standing around for a while more. There's nothing pre-purchased for today. No guests pre-purchased anything except except one couple per. Uh, bought a zipline tour at 11.30. Okay. So, radio call right about 11 said, Hey, Adam, your uh, your zip tour is here. They're wondering if they can go early. I'm like, sure, let's go. <laughs> so, Tim and I go gear them up, head out on the zip course. Mm-hmm. It's only sprinkling when we get out there. We get up to yep. about Tower 2, and it's pouring rain, and it's pouring rain for the rest of the tour. And uh, But it was actually, it was fun. It was a nice tour, and... We get down to the very end, and we look down, and everybody is closing up and shutting everything down, and mm. so we finished the tour and went home. And that was my day today. Wow. It's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Pretty so. good. I think, I think back in the first episode that I participated in, I uh, pronounced the name of an Ikea, Ikea thing that I had purchased. A flusa. It was a thinking fluber. I don't know what it was. It was <laughs> a blind, over? actually. It was a window yes. blind, and t- today I finally got around to installing it. So, Oh, good for you. It's pretty uh, laborious. Pretty good. Took was down it? the old one and put up the new one, and it's okay. You know, the, the IKEA, they, um, they've decided that any kind of like chain or pull thing that you could control a blind with is going to mm. kill children. So They all have to be huge. I don't have any children at home, but <laughs> anyway, so now you now so you can't have a little chain or anything yeah. like that. So you're inviting kids over to kill them now? <laughs> no, it, it used to be so easy. <laughs> so so how does the how does the mechanism work then? I'm becoming more creative. Well, now it's like an old-fashioned blind that you you pull down, and you know the old-fashioned ones you pull them down, and then you give them a little jerk, and they snap up. Yep. So this one, this one does the same thing, but in slow motion. 
Oh. So you, you jerk it down and then it goes. Mm, Damn technology. <laughs> so so I tied a string around the little, a, a, around the loop at the bottom part of the shade. So at least if it goes all the way up, I can grab something to pull it down again. Oh, is it that short? No, no, it goes like it goes all the way up, you know, eight feet up or whatever, and then that's too tall for me to reach. So, oh, that so seems to, seems poorly planned. I guess well, all Swedes uh, Swedes are all tall. I guess is what they you're are, saying. And they also they also sell a stick with a hook on the end that you can. Oh, and you are you're too cheap to buy the stick with the hook. <laughs> well, of course I am. So what am I going to do with that stick for most of the year? You. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Exactly. Rounding up very small sheep. <laughs> <laughs> don't have any squirrels, maybe. I don't know. Good point. Good there point. You go. All right. You win this round. <laughs> chipmunks. Maybe, you know, maybe not squirrels, but chipmunks. Uh, we don't Voles. Have Field Raccoons? mice. Raccoons would just break it in half. Oh, yeah. They'd laugh at you. That was cool to see. Ben Hatke and Judd Winnick liked your tweet. I, I don't know what to say. You think you're famous. I think that's I all think I have I'm to famous. say about that. Now, now yeah. it's, it's been validated that at least I think I'm famous. Uh-huh. Yeah, two people that you've heard of at least uh, right. recognize something you said. They're fairly famous. There you go. I can look up how... I mean, Judd Winnick was on The Real World. I don't know what that is, but <laughs> congratulations. You're, Damon, you're so out of touch. <laughs> I live in the real world. My oh, friend. oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know how many followers but, I have? Uh, zero? It's possible. I think I have more than zero. <laughs> but You think you have more than zero? Do you, know, <laughs> do you know how many followers I have? Therefore famous. I have 71 followers. Well... But yeah, most of the people on here don't. Although I, uh, Ned Reifenstein follows me. Well, I know him. Hi, Ned. Yeah. Hope Hi, you're Ned. listening. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> of course, he's not. <laughs> Why would he? Don Wright. Don Wright follows me. Why would anyone? I know him. He's not even listening. And no. Why be. would he? Well, would you like uh, to know what's on the Did You Know page of Wikipedia today? Did you know? No, I did not know. What? What? Did, tell me what it says. Did you know that in some Polish homes, an image of a Jew holding a coin hangs to the left of the doorway and is customarily turned upside down on the Sabbath so that good fortune may fall upon the household? That sounds kind of racist. Is that right? <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. On this day in 1945, uh, Japan surrendered, bringing an end to World War II. And really? Today? And on this very same day, Vietnam declared its independence from France. So the end of one war and the beginning of another. How ominous. Mm-hmm. What else is going on? What else is going on? Well, let's see. I made a really good peach cobbler yesterday. Oh, yeah? Not a pawpaw like cobbler? I, you know what? <laughs> have you, ever, have not... you ever determined if that pawpaw tree is actually a pawpaw tree? I'm pretty sure there are no pawpaw trees in that little stretch. Oh. Stalk them, but I don't think so. I just Tragic. remembered, though, that I had I had a friend, or have a friend who I don't get in touch with very often, but 
A few years ago, she mentioned that she uh, was going to try to plant a pawpaw tree in her backyard. Mm -hmm. So that may be my closest um, you know, lead as far as actually getting near a pawpaw. And she doesn't live far from me, so I could uh, I could tr follow up with her and see if that pawpaw ever uh, bore fruit, so to speak. Yeah, get on that. Come on. Yeah, I will. I will. So yeah, apparently the pawpaw, according to the maps found on the internets... Mm -hmm. um, they sort of get up into Pennsylvania and lower Michigan, and that's about as far north as they go. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of, it's a big, it's a big sort of from the top of Florida to the bottom of Michigan, and about from the Mississippi River to the East Coast. Does that, does that include Canada? I mean, I know they get into, about here, this is probably about their northern range. Uh, some Canada. of the maps show them getting up into Ontario, yeah. Yeah, he can. I mean, you can grow good peaches here and stuff. So, yeah, I'm sure you can grow a good pawpaw there. Oh yeah, yeah. pawpaw trees, the largest edible fruit trees native to North America, produce native, really? blackish fruit, usually three to six inches long. Uh huh. Oh, I like this. We heard banana before, but this is even better. A pawpaw's flavor is sunny, electric, and downright tropical. Let's focus sunny, in on that el electric. Sunny electric? Electric is the word they used, yes. I, I want to try <laughs> this electric fruit. Isn't that what uh, Elton John is singing about in Benny and the Jets? Oh, yeah, She's got electric, electric fruit. fruit. <laughs> he must have been talking about Papa's, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Do you know what a flaviviver flavivirin is? Flavaviron. Flavaviron? Flavaviron. Is, is it related to riboflavin? I don't know. It's an or enzyme, flavonoid? so maybe. Except it's the yellow fever virus. <laughs> this enzyme is present in classical flavaviruses, <laughs> yellow fever and dengue fever. <laughs> okay. So well, probably go. not riboflavin. <laughs> Your special K has been enriched, enriched with riboflavin and yellow fever. <laughs> you probably won't catch get, it. We're not going to get sponsored by special K. <laughs> Let's just see how many sponsors we can alienate. Let's see. What else? What else we got? Uh, I'm, um, I'm trying to get my driver's license, but it's complicated. You don't have a driver. Oh, that's right. You've never driven a car before, have you? And no, you don't need not, one for your scooter? Not it's not true. I I, uh, I have driven a car. Yes. And I do need a motorcycle license to ride my scooter, which mm -hmm. I have. Mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't apply to cars? It doesn't apply to cars. In Ontario, we have a graduated licensing system. Mm -hmm. So you get, the, you get the G1 and then the G2, and then you just get the G. So I went through that with a motor with a motorcycle. I got the M1 and then the M2. <laughs> so the these M1 are basically is, models of Macintosh computers on uh, British highways, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the, the G2, the famous precursor to the G3, right? That, that never was sold. <laughs> exactly, it's a prototype. Uh, yeah, no, no. So that you you do a written test and then you get your G1, which is. Like a temporary, you know, a learner's permit, we used to call it. When I came to Ontario, first of all, they all they all called it the 365, because it lasts a year. Uh huh. And then you, uh, and then you do a road test, and you get your G two, 
and then a few years later, you do a you do the highway road test, and then you get your full G license. Uh huh. So anyway, but when you have a motorcycle license, which I now have a full M license, mm-hmm. um, yes, it says on the back, or it says on the Ontario driving regulations that with an M license, you are able to drive a car under the conditions of a G1 license. So that means with a driver, with a qualified, fully licensed driver in the front seat with you. So I've been doing that. I've been taking driving lessons with a. Doesn't that make it hard to drive if both of you are in the front seat? No, they have, they have two seats in the front. No. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is that new? <laughs> well, I don't know. In this car, I'm not really like I haven't driven a lot of cars. How they do things in Canada? <laughs> well, all I know is this car has a brake pedal on both sides because oh, it's one of those. It stops you he suddenly when you're not expecting it. He, he does not have a steering wheel on his side, but I, he does have a brake pedal because <laughs> he, wants to, he wants to stay alive. Yes. Right. He wants his I was, to stay alive. Mostly himself. When I took driver's ed, I was, I was subjected to that brake pedal a few times. Mm-hmm. The, the, drivers, the, the teacher did not take kindly to me for some reason. Because I was probably, he thought I was a spoiled white kid. Right. Hey, do you know that St. Augustine of Hippo is the patron saint of sore eyes? Oh, that's, you should maybe, be doing a little. I need, I need little, to be blessed by him. A little praying to St. Augustine couldn't hurt. Unless St. Augustine considers you a spoiled white kid. Which probably. Case, yeah. <laughs> Adrian that can of help Nicom- his eyes. Adrian of Nicomedia is the patron saint of plague and epilepsy. Okay. Those are, those are two things good not to have. The albinus of Ang- Angers, 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 is the, pa- is the patron saint against pirate attack. Really? Agricola of Avignon is the patron saint of bubonic plague and misfortunes. <laughs> Do you want to know how many patron saints there are in the world? Do you have a running total? Uh, no, but I have a humongous list. <laughs> is there a uh, is there a patron saint against computer viruses? Uh, let's see. These Dengue. this list this list that I'm looking at is the patron saint of il- ailments, illnesses, and dangers. So for Dengue computers, I have to go to the patron saint of occupations and activities, or the patron uh, saints of places. I think occupations and activities might have it. Yeah, the patron saint of computer viruses. Uh, Asks you to send them one hundred uh, bitcoins. What to get your to get your data back? <laughs> That's what they told me. They also speak Russian. Isidore of Seville is the patron saint of computer scientists, software engineers, computer programmers, computer technicians, computer users, school children, and students. That's a pretty broad category of people is, to be is, a patron did, saint of. When did Isidore uh, live that he knows so much about computers? <laughs> Circa 560 to April 4th, 636. So, you know, a lot of computer yeah. use back in those days. Oh, yeah. So he was kind of a hacker in those yeah. days, right? Yeah. Yes. For sure. For over three decades, he was Archbishop of Seville, and he is widely regarded in the oft-quoted words of the 19th century historian Montalembert as, quote, the last scholar of the ancient world, unquote. 
Yeah, but you know they were using punch card computers back then. So oh yeah, oh it was all you know, it was like pre digital. It was just oh yeah, <laughs> so analog. So anyway, I go to the uh, I go to sign up to get my driving test. Yes, and it says, "Would you like to take the G two?" And I said, "Yes, I would like to take the G 2 And it says, "You are not eligible." Ooh, lovely. And then, and then well, what am I eligible for? Well, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> you are scum. You cannot drive a car ever. Apparently, although I'm although I am allowed with my license to drive a car with uh, with an instructor or another adult driver in the in the seat next to me, um, I'm not able to take the road test because I have to go back and take the written test the, again, even though I already oh, took it. Jeez, nine years ago. Bureaucracy. It still expires after one year. Is there a patron saint of bureaucracy? Oh, that would be a good one. There's a patron saint of pharmacists. Uh There's a patron saint of librarians. Ooh, Jerome. St. Jerome is the patron saint of librarians, translators, and spectacle makers. Spectacle makers? Mm Mm-hmm. Spectacle makers. So that would be Don's patron saint. Don makes a spectacle, doesn't he? Out of himself only. And I'm assuming they mean spectacle makers by the term of the spectacle as in an event, a crazy big thing, not like glasses. I thought it was glasses, the way you said it. I don't think so. I think spectacle makers. Someone who makes a spectacle. Mm, I'm not sure about that. Which uh, which saint was that? St. Jerome. Oh, right, Latin Jerome. Catholic right. priest, confessor, theologian, and historian, commonly known as St. Jerome. Well, Jerome. Hmm. I see, I see. He's best known for his translation of the most of the Bible into Latin. So pretty much everything is his fault. I see, I see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's a, uh, here's a good painting of him in the desert, looking very sad. They all look sad. They're he's living got a in lion. ancient times. Anyone who lives in ancient times was sad. How could they he's be got happy? A lo- he's got a lion, like, sitting by his side, and he- then he's got a red hat, which is not on his head. It's funny. It's like the only red thing in the picture. Because <laughs> this red hat that's covering up a-, a book. And I would say that's the Bible, except he's got another book open. And then he's got, like, a little tiny crucifix tied to a tree. This works really well on podcasts, you know, just describing Oh, I'm describing it. I'm describing it. It's very good. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's by Pinturicchio. Look it up. Well, here's a good one for you. Yeah. Saint Maturinus. Maturinus. Maturinus? Saint Maturinus is the patron saint of comic actors... Jesters, clowns, sailors, tin men, and plumbers. Tin men? Like in The Wizard of Oz? I don't know. I love how some of these these saints just have the, the weirdest people that they're saints of that don't seem to go together. Like St. Augustine of Hippo. He's the patron saint of printers, brewers, and theologians. But not hippos, strangely. But not hippos. You would think he'd be the patron saint of hippos. <laughs> I don't know. They may have their own patron saint who, who is an actual hippo. Oh, here's one for you. 
Here's one for you, yeah. Damon. All right. Anthony the Abbot. Mm-hmm. St. Anthony the Abbot, the patron okay, saint yeah. of basket makers, uh-huh. grave diggers, uh-huh. butchers, uh-huh. swine herds, uh-huh. and motorists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You're, you're as much a motorist as I am. I think I'm more of a motorist than you are. Yeah, well, you don't drive a motorcycle, so I don't no. know, or even. <laughs> I you am do old. have. You do have more uh, motors than I do. It's true. I do have more motors. Well, according to Urban Dictionary, WTWF stands for What the What Fuck, used when WTF is just not enough. Just not quite enough. What the what? What the what fuck? I don't know. It doesn't doesn't flow off the tongue. Yeah. Uh. I, I do have I do have a it's not ready yet I'm not gonna not gonna, not gonna have it ready up. for this one but I got I've got a promo for one of our upcoming podcasts oh yummy it's good it's gonna be really good yeah is it about Jack Boyle <laughs> uh no no <laughs> I do uh, I do have a question about Jack Boyle though oh yeah shoot Jack Boyle. Hit, hit me I know everything about yeah. Jack Boyle well. Yeah, everything that Wikipedia says. <laughs> right. Which is... Which is <laughs> Very right, little. Well, let's see. I'm, I'm going to have to go to his page again just so that I can... Uh, just uh, ask the question. Oil. Yeah, so that I can... Uh, let's see. Is this the one? This is the... This is the wrong one. This is yeah, Honest Jack. Gotta, gotta Honest go to Jack, Jack Well, disambiguation. Yeah, yeah Honest Jack the... Well is not the one we care about at all. Right. John uh, Ballou, third base, third baseman, third yep. baseman, the the one with the um, very very slight Wikipedia page. Okay, so yes, this is the intriguing Jack Boyle. Yes, honest Jack Boyle. There's too much known about him. He was a raging alcoholic for one thing. <laughs> but but Jack Boyle, third baseman, who uh, died. Okay, here's here's the question. It says he mm-hmm. died 1971, aged 81. Yep. In yep. Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Yep. Yet he's buried in Ogima, Wisconsin. Indeed, you are correct, sir. So, what, uh, how did they get him from Fort Lauderdale <laughs> to Wisconsin? That's, that's my question. Did he, did he take the, the train? The, the, the modern technology of transferring dead bodies, that's what, that's what we've devolved to. Where, how where, do people where, move dead bodies around? Where, I'm asking for a friend. Okay. Well, you know, by 1971, I bet they could put him on an airplane. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe he was. Maybe he was cremated, and he was just brought by somebody. Brought him on the plane, and he's buried in Hillside Cemetery in Ogima, Wisconsin. I hear a lot of maybes in your explanation. Well, well, we need to get to the facts. How, how are we going to possibly get to the bottom of this man's life if we just say, well, maybe he was oh, cremated maybe. and shipped in a manila envelope? Some conjecturing here. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Well, People fly, uh, fly dead bodies on airplanes routinely? Uh, my dad did. Did he? My dad flew a dead body from Socorro, New Mexico to Amarillo, Texas. Hmm. Somebody who lived in Texas was in Socorro and died there, and they needed to transfer him back. So the coroner loaded the body bag up into his, my dad's Cessna 
and he flew uh-huh. it to to Texas. Did your dad often make deliveries for people? Uh, not often, but that was one of the the odd ones. Okay. But he did he he did do he did shuttle people around from from place mm-hmm. to place occasionally because you know he's a pilot in a small town and occasionally yep, yep. things need to be moved somewhere. So you can read all about it in his book In Love with Flying by Kenneth W. Ford. Buy it at your local online bookseller today. Available at Amazon and your finest booksellers nationwide. That's right. Talking out of school here, but at the CBC, they don't have any real backup system, and the shows they're working on are just stored on somebody's laptop. And oh, yeah. It's done and, you yeah. were talking about that in one of I our other episodes, that, yes. I think. Ah, oh, we're getting we're repetitive. Damn oh, it. my God. <laughs> All right, yeah. cut that out. Cut that out. No, Damon's being senile again. Yes. Yeah, we're talking about the time in 1942. <laughs> yes, you have, Grant. You have, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> You've told us many times, Papa. Yeah, but what about the time in 1942 when that uh, that thing? Well, Back when Jack Boyle was alive and we all had Papa's for dinner? Uncle Henry was coming over for dinner, but he had a flat tire that time. He got <laughs> stuck by the side of the road. These bandits came up on him, but he fought them off with a tire iron. Tire iron. Tire iron. Tire iron. Sorry, I don't have my teeth in. <laughs> oh, lordy. All right. <sighs> I should go to bed so I can get up and get my back worked on tomorrow and then drive for six hours, which the physical therapist is not thrilled about. She's like, you have to stop every hour and get out and walk around. Probably a good idea. Yeah. You know what's really good for uh, backs and it's going around a lot is fentanyl. I hear people love that shit. (laughs) That's the best. Yeah, well, (laughs) by next episode, I'll be... In a gutter somewhere. <laughs> uh, I have faith in you that you can be a functional addict. A functional. That's that's the hope for everyone, to be a functional addict. Yes, indeed. Well, listener. All right. Toodaloo. I'm glad you had a great time listening to this podcast. I hope you weren't driving while you're listening to it because you have fallen asleep and crashed by now. I hope and you were we, trying to fall asleep. And we, this did the trick. <laughs> We were talking to you from the afterlife. <laughs> patron saint of, of uh, signing off. Patron saint of podcasts. A... Is there a patron saint of podcasts? There you go. Saint George Preca, unofficial patron saint of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> unofficial. Two what? trainee priests from Oscott College in Birmingham, England, have adopted Malta's own Saint George Preca as the unofficial patron saint of podcasts for the successful vocation cast series of podcasts screw them <laughs> we got to come up with our own patron saint i'd say saint jack boyle is the patron saint of podcasts <laughs> saint jack boyle you know what that's not a bad idea all right that's not i think we we'll are, work on we that are, next we are, time we are raising we're elevating him to saint you know what he, he's yeah yeah very good very i good. think so i think we'll end on a high note very good Saint Jack. Saint he's Jack. Beatif- he's been beatified. Hopefully, by the next uh, podcast, he'll be a saint. Yep, we'll get. Th- we'll we'll be right on it. I'm gonna, I'll talk to my buddy the Pope. <laughs> <laughs>
We'll see what <laughs> you're in. You're in with the Pope. A human being, ain't I? <laughs> I'm not so sure. You're Canadian. Good night. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for putting up with us. Tell Don he wears jammies. <laughs>